0: People of Earth, if you are hearing this, you are receiving a signal from another planet. Plan Boy Planet. Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking Sit back and watch as the Uber Geek goes and kicks it up but not Turn to the letter
1: F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary.
0: Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. I'm a nerd
2: overdrive. I will always survive. Fanboy, baby. Ooh,
1: listen up, fanboys. Fanboy, this here. Yeah, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here is your host. A man who can wear a bow tie like no other, Mr. Derek McGaugh.
0: Thank you, Nate. I'm sure there are others like it, though. But I'm glad to have you back. I think uh, so you two, both of you, have just recovered from illnesses, and I'm devolving I had into it. a terrible
1: stomach flu. I hope none of you ever have to deal with it. Yes.
0: I had mild crud. Mild crud was the mild official. Uh, yep. That's what so the doctor called it. Kaiser.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you
3: got mild crud here. Oh, uh, there's a doctor on the. Take this salve, <laughs> and maybe a
0: little unguent, and see what happens. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is Darren McCoy, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting on a Thursday night from the Brett Cave. Is this
1: <laughs> the first? This is the first one I've been at in 2013.
0: Yes, yeah, we did one without you. Yeah, yeah. we yeah? missed you. We did. I bet. Yeah. But but I did, I believe we did drink.
3: Oh yeah, we drank. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So uh that's what you know, without you we have to drink. So we need you here to keep us sober. Sober. Uh sober. Yeah, yeah.
3: absolutely. Which is weird because I I don't know if you would have ever expected that. So to be honest, we drank caffeinated drinks that had Sure.
0: Sure. They were augmented. You know what, if you've made it this far people, I'd like to just point up up top uh that uh, you know, can listen to us on itunes uh subscribe certainly give us a review and you can hear us on the stitcher app but you probably know that already because you're here so to my right uh putting away his dinner from wendy's i am nate costa fully recovered from the stomach flu
1: as you can hear by me eating e- wendy's <laughs> oh
0: yes he's back on the fast food ladies and gentlemen uh Come that's back, our, baby. i was in the fast lane. It's so good. It We've we missed you. Anna Cross. Uh, wait, we, we just had a new title for you, didn't we, that showed up on the... Uh...
1: The evil version. No, no, oh. it's not the
0: evil version. Uh, no, it's comedy killer. Uh, <laughs> you've been taking hashtag comedy <laughs> killer. Joke killer. Joke uh, killer. killer and moral compass. Rick Brett <laughs> But, but tonight, you owned it.
1: Tonight he's evil Rick, Rick Brett
3: <laughs> Okay, you got to explain that. Otherwise, it sounds like I'm an outdoorsman. He has a goatee. I do, yeah. and uh, and an agonizer. <laughs> Last week, Derek said I looked homeless. Nice. That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, because yeah, your hair Sorry. was like flying. You opened the door and disheveled. your hair was fl- disheveled, and it was like it was like you know it was like Deb had been beating you like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: uh, no offense, redheads.
0: And I'd hidden my razor. No, it's okay because Debbie is redheaded, so it's so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, we've got to. Sp- <laughs> speaking of things that have been beaten g4 is dead yeah. as a network let's say just a Oh, oh. No. yesterday was the last attack of the show ever was it really there'll be no more shows
1: yep. attacking shows yeah, how much goodbye. i watched g4 yeah exactly to well know that g4 uh, is going
3: away <laughs> yeah i watched it wasn't
1: dead. g4 the one that had movies that don't suck yes
0: that was right
3: after attack of the show oh.
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna miss g4 yeah yeah. Yeah. They played a lot to, of Bruce Lee movies. It they used did.
0: to be it used to be Tech T V, uh was purchased by uh the Sam uh, same conglomerate that owns E. E, right? Right. Yeah. And uh so moved down from San Francisco to the Bay Area, moved everybody down to Southern California to form G four, which was meant to be sort of a games and technol still technology, but mostly right. mostly nerd trying to a network trying to appeal yeah. to the hardcore nerd, and it just didn't. Well, I think it did.
3: But it didn't apply. There's it just not enough nerds. There weren't enough, the and they channels. they had a lot of trouble because, like, it took them forever to go high def too, <coughs> and, and which this, is ironic. Which yeah, which is very <laughs> ironic. But, but if you think about it, if you have a high def TV, there's usually a band of of channels that you go through. Yeah. Ch- the channel. No there's, there's no G four. There's no G four. So you got to go to the low low def ones to find it for the longest. Standard time. deaf, Rick. Jeez, you know, yep. slow. <laughs> It's low def for me, man. I'm tired of yeah. watching that standard. Pff, high def is the standard. I, I just love it when it's got the blurred, repeated image on the side to fill yeah. the
1: frame. <laughs> I'd much prefer that to just black bars on the side of the yeah. TV.
3: Yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yes.
0: So it. I'm going to miss
3: it. I, I, I like. Uh, it
0: has passed, and no I wonder, you know, because the, you may have noticed. Uh, I don't know if you saw it today on the uh, on, on the site. I mean, I, I posted this video and wrote a piece on. Uh, Portlandia did this nerd PSA. Did you get a chance to see that? I did not. You know, because there's been a, bit, a lot of controversy. And this is the thing I'd say about Attack of the Show, and I've been working on a couple of projects where we're talking about that. Like, should you be narrow casting to the nerd world? And is that is that a fair thing? And I think that maybe one of the things is Attack of the Show or G4 was appealing to almost too narrow a demographic, successful at who it was trying to reach. Because certainly, yeah. if you go to Comic-Con, it seemed like, G four was one of the Their owners. Their booth
3: was swarmed by people, by fans. I mean, yeah, yeah. They had. They yeah. were the only ones that did
1: Comic Con <clears throat> coverage.
0: Yep, for a while, not everybody does. I, they, mean, they,
1: I mean, they have a. I mean, but they had like the three hour block. They of, would do hey, several days, days oh, of yeah, Comic Con okay. Well, I don't know. It's too busy County.
0: actually being at Comic Con. I recorded
1: it while I was at Comic Con. I would record. So did it I. And then watch it when I got back to see, see if you were there. To see a if I was on TV and b if I missed anything that happened on the floor because you
0: know there's right. something like the TV Guide Channel which I've never watched apparently had didish a, did a show like yes, a special on it about yes. 4 or 5 years ago when we were there with when I was there with greatest American hero and you were, H- on. You were on it so i'm on it and i've never seen, You've it. never seen it because i'm just like in the background there interviewing bill and uh, i'm like in the background uh, jar- you know, passing a book to Bob Culp or something, and
1: hopefully you didn't pick your nose. I hope not. I mean,
0: my mo- believe me, my mother's the one who told me that she saw it. If I would picked my nose, that <laughs> would have been saw the your lead TV with your with finger. Fingers. Fingers. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the lead story. <laughs> <laughs> you picked your nose
3: on national TV. Uh, they, did, they did coverage of not only Comic Con but so many conventions like FurCon yeah. and um Fur- oh, Well, I think it's interesting,
0: what I'm trying to make is, is you know, it should we be, should be segregating ourselves like that? And maybe that's why it failed. It's just Because the, the the this Portlandia, if you haven't seen this PSA, is like there's this hot girl at a bar and she's and she's wearing glasses but clearly doesn't need them. They're just fashion statements. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I used to model, but now I'm just – I'm a nerd. I play video games. I'm just totally a nerd. And then right next to her is this guy that looks like we normally look. We're like, uh, you know, that everybody at a comic book <laughs> shop looks like. And he gets up and he goes, <sighs> And he walks over off the set and goes into a white set and talks about, I like, you know, I can't help being a nerd. My name is Brian. I, you know, I don't, I'm not dressed as a nerd for Halloween. This This is is how I dress. dress." (laughs) You know,
3: (laughs) I (laughs) I can't tell when Argyle uh, strikes not I don't
0: (laughs) don't wear glasses as a fashion statement. I wear them because I can't see. (laughs) see. You know, (laughs) it's just going to, it was funny and painful because this thing is Tony Harris, the artist on uh, Starman and Ex, Ex Machina. Uh huh. Um, he like he blasted a few weeks ago, the the wannabe nerd girls, all right. these you know hot women, and so the I you fake know nerds. the fake nerds, but yeah. I'm just like you know what I mean. The, the 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 Portlandia did a good job, and I feel like the guy may have actually been some guy from Portland that they asked, you know, because at the end it's just such a beautiful. Nervous thing where he goes. Oh, usually, I'm better ranting, and <laughs> you know, like, sorry, like I promised that I'd be funnier, and I'm not, you know, and uh, you know, so it's just kind of kind of interesting that that happened at the same time that G4 died, and it. it turned
3: out all to have been a nightmare of the tech TV. Yeah, Leo Laporte comes on at the end. That that end sequence, apparently, I've not seen it online, I only saw it on yeah, the TV. Yeah, like it is online, yeah. But it's brilliant, because it's got all this mix of of old and new technology, because Leo actually has one of the original Macintosh laptops. Yeah. A gray, the old gray ones that I actually had the same, same one, and he's working on it, and then they Walk out of the coffee shop that they're talking about it and they get they put jetpacks on and they Which look like they made out of toilet paper tubes. It, 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 and they <laughs> fly off to the uh the uh tech TV the building. tower. Um, the tech T V Tower. Yeah. Yes. So it was it's it's actually a very well done sequence. But Oh uh, no, I thought it was funny. I yeah. was just
0: like, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Sad. And I S- do you
3: ever watch Twit TV? Twit TV? Yeah. That's Leo's uh No. Yeah it's on online i don't watch tv it's on it's online it's on it's on the internet you don't watch video online i you
1: don't watch anything that is a moving picture of what you're saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're scary i just have this video of you i run over and over that's creepy (laughs) yeah it was meant to be
1: so what is gonna happen i mean they're just not gonna replace it it's gonna
0: become sort of a like a gq thing more like men's style network um, that nobody
1: which gonna
3: is watch. so all the nerds that are used to tuning in are now gonna what get the style hell is lessons. this all yeah right. yeah i guess this is what i'm supposed to do now <laughs>
0: <laughs> well maybe some video games will have, will be some about men's style. scarves because i don't know if you've seen this you know i mean like the thing is we talk about video game you know my daughter plays just a whole bunch of like fashion designer star yeah and all these games and there's not really a boys version of like you know Dress well and no, those are the boys' versions. And meet a girl, <laughs> yeah, <no>. oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, where's that? It's um, funny because
3: they have those in Japan. Well, they, you, you, how to meet a girl? um and yeah. they probably need it, yeah. um, but
0: uh, I, I shouldn't be derisive of that. I mean, you talk about Japan; it's like they they accept that all these things have seeped into all levels of so- society. And again, that's where it, where where it is. Like we shouldn't be the nerds here, right? There's manga for everybody. There's right. manga about you a business. Man, you read you read on the train. I'm reading a great, not manga. exciting
3: stories. Doug Garrett got me for my birthday, um, two volumes of this thing called Drops of God. You ever heard about this? No. Apparently, it's an incredibly successful manga. It's still going on now. It's been going on for a number of years, but it's about wine. It's about wine sommeliers and and taste. And it sounds unless you're really into wine, that sounds really boring. But it's Really, really good. And it has had a cultural effect in Japan. Everything that they talk about is true, real, about the wine and stuff and the techniques and stuff. And when they mention a wine in this manga, the price of it goes up immediately. So does the wine give people superpowers? No. Does the
0: wine... Uh, is there are there ma- magicians or demons? No we were just involved.
3: talking about in manga in Japan. They do the sports manga. They well, no, soccer, I know. I'm being uh, yes. Yeah, I,
0: I get a joke killer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very good joke. <laughs> it could have built into something.
3: Oh no! But you wine. Yeah. All wine gives you superpowers, Derek. <laughs> It makes us think
0: we're funnier than we are. Uh, so, anyway, let's talk about comics, shall we? we We've got so we, we of course, should I know that there are there is a bombshell piece of news and movie news today, but, but you know. movies are at the end of the podcast, and they're, yes. they're in the middle, the really. Middle. They're really. Yeah. <coughs> um, I just want to uh, first off say, uh, just point out to people uh, that uh, if you are looking for. Graphic novels that are not superhero-based, but absolutely top-notch. Kyle Baker made all of his graphic novels free this week online. So you can go to QualityJollity.com. Quality, Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y, J-O-L-L-I-T-Y.com. Why I Hate Saturn, The Cowboy Wally Show, which is a vicious, vicious Graphic novel, it's hilarious. Um, King David, straight up adaptation of the of the biblical hero's life. That,
3: okay, so the King David one—that's not and the one Nat
0: that. Turner, which was an Eisner Award winning one. Okay, so nothing that he's done for other for the big publishers other than Vertigo, that because he had the rights to those things, they finally reverted, and he's just put them online for free, including the Baker's, which is his family friendly one. That's the great thing about Kyle Baker; he can work in so many different styles, and uh, so he has one a graphic novel about his family life just like a kind of family circus with so you family, looked at these are
3: they pdfs or are they ebook or uh
0: did i what did i say i think they were pdfs EPUB. i think they were pdfs okay so anyway i just wanted to point people out to it because that's some great work i i, I've, I had read all those graphic novels as actual books and then i saw this and went, Oh man you know they're, you they're good stuff I, I will i will if i had time to watch anything on a screen um <laughs> they don't move, so they won't be scary. Oh, okay. It's not about. It's not about fear. Okay. It's not about Terror. fear. Fear is the mind killer, Rick. It is the little. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. And uh, also want to point out, there's a big Arizona. Uh, 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 Akak macaque? <laughs> I just had this book over here, and Nate was trying to see it. Do you want uh, it? I felt like it was mocking me. Akak macaque. Oh my gosh! It's a.
3: Monkeys with Guns. It's a paperback I picked up yesterday. in
0: Leather. Um, wow. Okay. It just looked really cool. No,
3: it does. I'm totally with you. It's a, um, a Simeon from World War II, who somehow used in the future. And,
1: and for some reason talks like a Mars attacks alien. Yeah, so sorry
3: that we're uh, interrupting digressing. this podcast about <laughs> comics and digressing. It's the first novel by Gareth L. Powell. Do we know who he is? Uh, it's his first novel. He's a writer. <laughs> yeah, great. But, okay. but Paul Cornell says he's going to be a major voice in science fiction.
0: Well, if Paul says that. Yeah, and uh, that this just in. Paul's latest series, uh, Saucer Country, has been canceled. Yes. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, that's that's news for uh for Chris Garcia, Garcia. For Reverend G. Doctor Day. Hugo <laughs> Award winner. Yeah. Anyway, Saucer Country, which is good, but but uh actually that that was announced a week or two ago, and Paul Cornell has said he will look into a way to finish it, okay, in the okay. way it should be, and I think, and he also threatened, hinted that the rights will be reverting to him very soon. And, that's, okay. you know, and we talked about that when Karen Elberger stepped down. That's one of the things that Warner Brothers is upset about is that people were creating things for vertigo and keeping, and the, keeping rights, the rights. right? You know, so...
1: Poor Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because,
0: oh. you know, Saucer Country, I don't know if you've been reading it, but I have. With,
3: but... It would up, make a great the latest issue a great the
0: series on HBO or Showtime. You know, a nice little paranoid dark side. So he, series. it was
3: open ended. It wasn't going to be closed ended. I think he was
0: going to like it's, something it's, that could
1: move over to it, Image.
0: It's not going to get it's not going to get finished by Vertigo. Okay, I don't know how much further he intended to go. They're with up it. to issue eleven. Yeah, but it could. But I'm saying it could make a really good. Good series, especially now that Fringe has ended. Yeah, you know something could step in with that kind of paranoia and interesting. Because I'm not, I'm never quite sure what's going on in Saucer Country either. You know, they every time I'm, I'm sure it's <coughs> aliens. He's changed that up. You know, so <coughs> okay, oh, we God. still have a little bit. Everybody's to getting sick. I'm sorry, Nate. That's why I brought coffee. Anyway, uh, um, and then uh, we also want to shout out. There's a, a convention in Arizona that was going to have Stanley as their headliner, and and for the. F- for the first time in recent memory, uh, Stanley is too ill to attend a convention. Oh, really? A little nervous. A little nervous. Hmm.
1: But Maybe it's just the flu that's going around.
0: That nasty stuff, but Stan is ninety. So But if anybody deserves to like take a weekend off and go, I don't really th- Oh, and I got a it's like his own brand. It's a Rick Ola. Uh Ola.
3: It's from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Can you do <laughs> Um anyway, so um and then I'm just excited, you know. Start, soldier Country might be canceled, but that leaves room in my box for Justice League's vibe. Number one.
3: How much room do you I need for that? that. <laughs> Not a lot. I don't need <laughs> any room for that.
0: I think this is this is. Um, is it called Justice League? It's vibe? called Justice Leagues. Vibe, wow! Uh, written by Jeff Johns, who is sort of like we're seeing this. Oh yeah, I can make anything into a, into a best-selling I can book. <laughs> tag Justice League on the fun you know? part of it. <laughs> it's like, Has he been in Justice League? yet? He's going, he's going to be. He's going to be in that new Justice League of America. Oh, the, yeah. so yeah. You know, the, the, I'm sorry, I was blocking that. I know, I know. But Still I, am. But what are we talking about? We're all about honesty and dealing with things head on, Rick. Um, Concussion time. I'm sorry, and Nova's coming back, but I think that the Nova that's coming back is it's more a different like Nova. It's that, Nova that one is from the back Ultimate is Spider-Man by is
1: it? Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Um. Oh,
0: so how do you feel about that, Nate?
1: It's not going to be good.
0: <laughs> uh, do we have any uh, good news in comics?
1: See, the, there in we the do, Point actually. One issue, there was a. Uh, actually, before yeah, there's the Nova
3: oh, with Ed
0: McGinnis though. See, yeah, Ed
1: McGinnis on art, but pre. Um, Avengers versus X-Men you saw a little bit of Nova he came that Nova came and warned wasn't that him yeah. and not Richard Rider
0: uh, but Sam Alexander isn't that the character that's on Ultimate Spider-Man the con- uh-huh. the cartoon
3: on uh, the cartoon movie. I think it is I think it's a tie in to the uh yeah, to that so and then uh, I knew that more, the cartoon one isn't Richard more Rider More needless changes Actually we didn't talk about this in comics yet. No, I was about to because okay.
0: see, see, we talked about all these things we were going to. Because hate, there's more in, and here. then you were happy
3: about something. I was so. happy about uh, Count of Darkness, the new IDW Star Trek uh, prequel oh, to this the movie. Is a prequel to the movie, yes, indeed, mm-hmm. it is, and it's actually pretty good. The artist is, uh, um, David Messina, David Messina. And does a pretty good job of carrying it through. The characters all look like as, uh, they all look like the actors in the movie. How odd! But do they look like static photos of the actors, like no. Doctor Who, Star Trek? No, you've got you've got some pretty darn good. Um, there's an, there's a good sample. Page of, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Really pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, it, it looks like, from what we've seen from the extended preview... And did that just come out this week? This came out this week, okay. yesterday.
0: so I would like to actually purchase that. And would you make it so? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you can't respond to it. No. So it ends up... No. It ends Engage. Up, I'm not going to spoil it, but it ends up with a character reference i think it's actually i've got to look it up i think it's from the original tos series that we haven't oh. seen in the uh in the uh show but lieutenant eric no uh robert april oh yeah, yeah. i'm trying to remember where, where he went name by went. bobby was that was R- that the robert april was the first captain
0: of the enterprise in right. the original in, right. the, in the lore of the original series he'd never actually appeared it was just sort of one of those okay one of those really difficult trivia questions you had well, to guess answer. what appears uh, okay oh spoiler you know what i guessed it from yeah. the way you were talking the way I said it.
3: It. <laughs> so one thing you and i talked about i don't think we talked about on the podcast last week was this martians um martians we did uh, we leash. talked
0: about Mar- mars attacks kiss
3: but I, there's one that i'm actually pretty excited about mars attacks popeye it's, mars attacks transformers they, they announced a bunch more titles
0: mars attacks popeye was great mars
3: attacks opus no wow. bird breathed no it's an alternate cover Oh, are these just covers? They're just covers. That's what
0: I tried to explain to you, but you were drunk. Damn. Um, <laughs> you were drunk and you weren't doing a good job explaining it to me. Oh, uh, no, I had not yet begun to drink. See what oh, happens okay. when I don't attend? Yeah. See. Uh, it
3: turns so, vicious. So you're telling me that the Dave Sims cerebrus attacks. It's is, and Cerebus and Cerebus is in Cerebus not. Cerebus no, it's just a, a cover. So it's just a cover. Darn. Some of those are really good. I
1: heard Mars Attacks Transformers was good. That's actually happening, yes. That it did happen. it, it I came out. No,
3: I,
0: I only bought, because I thought it would be funny, was... Uh, they do Mar- have the
3: cover for the Mars Attacks Popeye that you talked yeah, about. Yeah, I
0: bought Mars Attacks Popeye and I bought Mars Attacks Kiss.
3: I didn't get either one.
0: And they're all alternate universes, each one. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. Mars so, Attacks
3: are real well, Ghostbusters Popeye universe. and Zombies versus Robots. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mars Attacks Kiss was kind of funny because the Kiss Force accidentally possessed four Martians. So, seeing the Martian characters as Kiss, members of Kiss, Kiss. while the four who were destined to actually be Kiss fought them off. So, it was, you know...
1: get yourself a Kiss coffin for when... Oh, Lord, please,
0: no. Um, Don't do it. So, Star Trek Countdown to Darkness. Uh, Awesome. I want to pick that up. And, you know, as well, the other tie-in leading into Star Trek Into Darkness would be uh, the video game, which we've talked about as well. But then... There is news, sort of tangentially related to the Star Trek movie.
1: Did anyone read the Star Wars comic?
0: We talked about it on the podcast. That you were in a in a fever. Hmm. Did you enjoy it, Nate? Well, I haven't go back. read it.
1: I haven't read it. I was so sick I couldn't even read comics. Oh
0: my god! Oh my yeah. god! Are you all right?
1: I am now. Okay.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. I was worried. I didn't realize it was that bad, man. No, I it visited. was that bad. I would have visited had I known yeah you know you know what actually michael goodson's at home list, not listening right now going no i wouldn't no, i wouldn't visit uh <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, visit me um so uh i kept promising to anyway uh so it has been confirmed as of like an hour or two <clears throat> before this podcast started recording that jj J. abrams the director of star trek and star trek into darkness and fringe and and oh, a producer on fringe oh, and yeah. producer on lost and producer on Alias. And Cabin in the Woods. No. No? That was Joss Whedon and that was Damon Joss Lindelof. Whedon. And, uh, and no, no, not Damon Lindelof. It's the uh, it was, the guy that did Cloverfield. Yeah, um, that's why I'm getting it. Yeah, out. Joss Whedon wrote Cabin in the Woods. Right. And Drew Goddard. Goddard, yeah. Yes, okay. So it's okay. Thanks for playing. And uh, anyway, J.J. Abrams has been confirmed. To direct
1: Ak Ak Macaque,
0: Sort of. Star Wars Episode Seven.
3: What? Subtitled, Akak, Makak.
0: <laughs> Doing something that very few members of the Star Trek franchise have done, crossing, crossing over, over into Star Wars. George Takei has. He was a voice on Clone Wars. Hmm. and Believe it or not, I was I'm, a voice on the Clone Wars. I'm pretty sure that uh, Walter Koenig has done something for Clone Wars as well. But I think that would be it. Didn't the anymore.
1: guy that played... Uh, Charlie X? No. Worf, wasn't he? Uh, Michael, Michael Dorn. Dorn. Darth Dorn. Michael Vader, Bush.
0: yeah. Did he do Darth Vader in a game or something? No, he might have. He he's, might have. I just he's made it cheaper.
1: Up. No, he was in the costume. He was in the driver's guy. He's a big guy.
3: He is a big guy. He is. He is. So anyway, he looks really a lot more friendly out of makeup. He's in all the. Uh, <coughs> he's in all the uh, the the additional material in the Star Trek uh, Next Generation Deep Blu-ray releases.
0: He's also the Sandman in Santa Claus. In the Is Santa, Santa he, Claus movies. So, oh, yes, it, he's very friendly and goofy and just like, oh, he's such a cuddly man. It's Worf. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, oh, oh really good actor. And, I am uh, not a merry man. And I've heard that he's just a really nice guy. But that's neither here nor there because we're really talking about J.J. J. Abrams and the Twitter-verse and the Facebook-verse. Everything's exploding. They're Exploding. exploding. Explo- exploding. exploding everybody in the same 15 words worth so of So how do we uh, feel news. about that thought? Of J.J. Abrams taking over as the Star Wars franchise. Well,
1: I liked the Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll like this next one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm having. I'm seeing people posting like, "Well, he's a good director, but not for Star Wars." I'm like, "What? What are you expecting? What do you, What do you want? I mean, again, the bar was set so low on the last three movies. Mm-hmm.
3: The bar wasn't set low. It's just the <laughs> performance against the bar was so low. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the uh, the actually the bar is now set low because all you have to do is be better than the last three movies going forward. Genius move. You cannot screw this up, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, Kevin Smith would have would
1: have been okay.
3: Uh, my bar is actually Kevin pretty Smith high because awesome.
0: he
1: knows how to treat Star Wars, and you know that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think there's just so much there's so much richness out in the ex- expanded universe and stuff to pull from. Um, just a, a great universe to play in. I don't think there's a really... Well, I There think, wasn't really an excuse for the first three movies except for George Lucas's... Uh, I think,
0: honestly, you know, darkness. again, one thing is that J.J. J. Abrams is very much into into making strong women's roles like Joss mm-hmm. Whedon would be, uh, and Michael Arndt on the screenplay, who'd written uh, Toy Story 3 and Little Miss Sunshine, is great with complex complexity and darkness and balancing it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could see. I, I don't know if that's where we go, but uh, we're going to get nerdy here and say uh, Amara Jade film, something that follows the hand of the emperor. This, this, you know, that's the story we haven't yeah. seen on screen. The person yeah. that was raised to be the assassin, and it and certainly fits. By the way, you know, in the way that the best of Star Wars is influenced by like Kurosawa films and Japanese samurai things, and you have that character the, there's the samurai, the masterless samurai.
3: Yeah, what is Mara Jade but a Ronin? I think you could adjust the timeline a little bit and make it age-appropriate for Mark Hamill to come back in for his role. I'd be that, happy to hear that. Yeah,
0: But, you know, the thing is...
3: Age-appropriate takes on a whole different meaning. No,
0: I know what you... But I knew what you meant. Is yeah, to, is for the actors that are playing. You can digitize them younger. Um, but also, there's, like, he's he just did some independent uh, crime film where, supposedly... Um, I can't remember what the name of it is got this long stringy blonde wig and he's like playing this hitman and like total psycho and he played the Joker for years. I know the the few things that I've uh, few people, critics that I've read that have seen not a lot of people have seen that I can't wish I want to say it's called Sushi Girl but I'm it's wrong it's like a, it's like a, a reservoir dogs but everything's around like the girl that eats sushi off of in one night at this uh, club
3: okay and uh, sounds like a Tarantino film
0: yeah no well i said reservoir dogs yeah okay <laughs> so he's um you know he he's just apparently really chilling which i mean yes he was the joker but i think a lot of people don't see him that way you can hear the joker yeah but seeing him is different and so you know I, I, which i hope is true i'd like to, to see the guy get some respect he played the trapster
3: in the, the flash? trickster trickster,
0: trickster in the Flash, two episodes of the flash and yeah. just league unlimited that was one of my yeah. favorite part that he came back and voiced <laughs> voiced the same character yeah thus carrying it over from the tv show nice um done. nicely done uh, and so, all right, yeah. I mean, I don't see a great controversy over JJ Abrams taking over Star Wars. It's got to be good. It's uh, one of the nicer names to have attached to the property. Yeah, I would agree with that absolutely. Um, and so, want to acknowledge, and this is for uh, Rick and myself. I imagine Nate's going to phase out for a second. Uh, just the passing of an actor who did a couple of really interesting genre. Sushi punk. girl. It is sushi it girl. Is sushi yes. Girl. Okay. Thank you, <clears throat> Nate. Being research as well. <laughs> So I haven't seen that yet. I'd like to find a copy of Sushi Girl and see. I think it's been made kind of the festival circuit, not yet gotten any kind of release. But uh, anyway, it's so a guy who did some interesting genre projects in the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, passed away, <coughs> found dead in his home in England. Uh, end of last year. At the end of 2012. And I just read about it last week. We want to acknowledge John Finch, the actor John Finch, who... Uh not a lot of people realize though we may have talked about this on the podcast a long time ago, uh but uh that John Finch was in the adaptation of Michael Moorcock's The Final Program, right. which is a Jerry Cornelius novel, from which geez, every, <laughs> every <laughs> everything Michael Moorcock writes, Jerry Cornelius touches. Um or Jerry
3: Cornelian. Can- uh, yeah, whatever. But you know, because because
0: Jerry Cornelius was in the Doctor Who novel he wrote, and yeah, yeah, Jerry Cornelius was in something else. Somebody else had picked up a Cornelius. Well, you know. you're,
3: you're right. He's he's the whole multiverse of of Morcock yeah. stories all intertwined. So the final inter- program, line.
0: but in America, known better as the Last Days of Man on Earth, which is sort of a sci-fi retelling of Moorcock, Moorcock's Morcock's fantasy classic, The Dreaming City, mm-hmm. uh, the the first story of Elric of Melniboné. So it was great in that. He was also uh, Macbeth in Roman Polanski's Macbeth, which is probably the best to be the best screen adaptation of it. Very bloody. The first movie Polanski made after the Tate murders, uh, after the Manson murders, rather Sharon Tate was murdered. Um, so definitely in response to having his entire life ripped away by a serial killer, uh, <laughs> or by a mass murderer. I say not a serial killer. And, uh, so interesting bloody thing and then he was in one of hitchcock's last films uh frenzy he was the lead in that which is about a man wrongly accused of being a necktie strangler in london really really creepy movie and daring daring lead he's a he was a, a handsome guy who looked a lot to me like barry gibb but uh yeah i can see it yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. not
3: not so much in uh final program but or, no, uh, but, in, but in later films yeah.
0: and uh uh, a handsome guy who was willing to play very, very flawed leads, and you know, interesting, oh, yeah. complex, right actor at the right time, but just never quite clicked with American audiences. And uh, so he's a real
3: anti, I mean, the anti-hero. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The the I really liked that movie. I I I had been a Moorcock fan for a couple of years at that point, and I had actually read uh, the final program be- just before yeah. seeing that movie, and it was amazing to me how much of moorcock's admittedly complex mm-hmm. novel carried over in that i mean i've read elric beforehand so the whole right. connection there but finch finch really sold this this anti-hero um, yeah and assass- english assassin um character
0: yeah and we looked it up it's it, it was a, released on dvd in say, 2005 by anchor bay um and was like it's, fifty bucks for it. I mean, yeah, it's
3: sell- if you can get a copy new, it's selling for like fifty bucks. It says it's out of print, and so yeah,
0: one of those movies that just you know maybe should show up again. Just uh, you know,
3: um, time for the Blu-ray. It, it, it has a flawed ending. It doesn't. It doesn't carry over the exacting ending from the from the movie. See, I don't and remember it that way. They try I and to... play it for laughs at the end, and it doesn't really. In the book, it's not really a for laughs kind of ending.
0: Yeah, but it was, I recall that in the book it being. A weird ending, so they it tried to translate, ending. you know, yeah. and it just didn't work. So, odd things that are, have come up. Rob Liefeld announced that he's written a screenplay about the founding. <laughs> and look at Nate, he just brightened up. I'm in. Um, about the founding <laughs> days of Image
3: called. Nate's going to go in and an apply I'm going
2: to uh, Mark a role. <laughs>
0: Wow. I don't know if I could see
3: that.
1: I'm tall, and the actors are short.
0: what no not all actors are short (laughs) some are tall but some can act uh (laughs) anyway um no i can't remember who he wanted to cast is like he had some apparently it's a really insulting he wants christian bale to play todd McFarlane. i can wow wow okay
1: they should get uh eric larson to do todd McFarlane's voice were you at that panel
0: no oh god no but uh, there's do we need to pause? No, okay. But uh, it's very insulting. I mean, what I've read about the about the screenplay <laughs> is like you know the only person that was a decent human being in the entire Marvel and Image days was uh, Rob Liefeld. Like <laughs> like everybody at Marvel is described in like these troglodyte terms, and Eric Larson is like. Oh, his hair stops just at the nape of his neck, and then doesn't climb up the rest of his head. You know, and it's just like it's. He's sort of just like, wow, you just don't know how to play nice, play nice for <laughs> the sandbox. But apparently, it's not even not at all that narrative. Is just, but you know, but again, this is this is the guy that was, they and, did manage to leverage to Je- Jennifer Lopez's production company a one panel comic strip of which only three panels ever appeared. So
1: he posted it online, right?
0: I don't know if you posted it online or just like leaked it in like an interview. Talked about it. I'm trying I mean, to think. but you know, if it's a, if it's if it's truly funny enough, I you know I don't know that that image to most people would be a subject that would sell well to a studio yeah, like
1: yeah. You'd have to be it'd have to be like in the mid '90s in order for that to still be popular cause it kind of to be well known yeah,
0: yeah. To, to, to see through. But if it was funny and just like oh the it's the founding of a comic book company. And it just seemed fictional, you know. Maybe that would be if people don't know that. Say, Tom yeah. Farland's a real person.
1: Yeah, I think he is. He's real. I talked to him. Okay. And we posted it on the website. You can go back and listen to that interview. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so when's this supposed to?
0: No, not no, when. It's just he released it. He's, he's just shopping around. He's, he's shopping just shopping around. You know.
1: Well, during uh, Image Expo, there was some guy doing a uh, doing interviews for an image documentary. Yeah, it was a separate project. That came out. It was finished at some uh-huh. point, or it was trying... Anyway, some people have seen that. I want to see that. But that that would be a good movie. I'd watch it. And you would too, Derek. i watch everything. Please. You just yeah. said you don't like pictures that move.
0: I was... Oh, you were speaking, being facetious. He was trying to make a joke. <laughs> oh. See what yeah, I did joke there? joke didn't work. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but I see what you did there. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Um... <laughs> And then Jay and Silent Bob's groovy cartoon movie. Back to Kevin Smith, huh? Kevin Smith
1: could direct the uh, image movie.
0: He could. He could. Really could.
1: He's got insight into comic books and directing.
0: Yes, of film. But does he have insight into Rob Liefeld? I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But uh, you know, I yeah. I did not hear about this. This is being. Oh, you haven't heard about this? No. Seriously, we've got you. We've got something Kevin Smith news you don't know about. Yeah. Holy crap! Wow, well, I know you've been ill.
3: So, what was the other movie that he did like this? Red State. The Red State. So they're basically which Nate gonna, saw you did, like, did. You did go to the Red. I liked to Red the. State.
0: Um, but didn't you go to one of his roadshow uh,
1: showings of it? Beverly Hill. What is it called? The Beverly. You not No. 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 Beverly Theater or something. Beverly Glen. I don't know what it was called. It's a theater. <coughs> Southern California. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. I know I I can't think of what, the Beverly Center. No, that's no, not. that's
1: the mall.
3: But they're doing for people who don't know they're they're doing the same thing with this where Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes will go around, yeah, and do a Q and A afterwards. So they'll be yeah, in the yeah. theater for the showing.
0: Basically, and, sort of vaguely a sequel to the animated series. Okay, sort or.
2: Maybe he's yeah, reimagined. It's done it's, or it's, it's coming done. up. It's coming.
3: Well, that was, that was, I got the feeling this is more autobiographical and that Clerks was just an extension of the movie plot lines and characters. So. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But he's going to, like, one. I mean, I know no, he's still talking about doing a Clerks 3, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, he just
1: started talking about that. Because yeah. the hockey movie, Hit Someone.
0: Hit Someone, yeah. That
1: was going to be the last film.
0: And then he changed Did that come out? No, no, he hasn't even shot it. Yeah. He hasn't shot it? But they're talking about it. he and uh, Ralph Garman on the Hollywood Babble on um, podcast, which that Nate got me hooked on. To son now. of a...
1: Have you been listening to Fat Man on Batman?
0: No. Oh. I've been listening to Hollywood Babble Did on. you
1: ever listen to the Mark Hamill episodes? No. You have to listen to those, I'll too. get
0: to it. No, just do it. No, I'll get to it.
1: You don't have to be a completist. I'll to get to it. one in order. I
0: do. You don't understand me. <laughs> That guy, Greg Whitehead, that guy, that guy on the tractor out in Ohio, he understands me. I is he to... the
1: one that is catching up? He kind of caught up. The Fanboy he caught up. he it? finished. Oh, did he? Did
0: you read the uh, email? I forwarded it to you. When? Last week. No, I didn't get it. Oh, he asked us for recommendations. He forwarded it to me. Yeah, I, re- I forwarded it above you. Yeah, okay. um, he asked us for recommendations of, on books on audio. To uh, listen to because now he's caught up on our podcast. He's got a lot. He's got time on nine or ten hours out on the on, in the field. That oh, he, he just, just listen.
1: literally listens to podcasts all day long. On the, yeah, on oh, the apparently tractor? so. Yeah. Did you point him in? the... And the he direction? also watched
0: crackpot comics. Did he really? Yes. You're such a liar. So that's no. Lying. I'm not lying. He Forward said, me the email again. I didn't get it. Okay, I'll find it again. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, back to that. So that's that's interesting. We'll see. Um, and uh, we were going to talk about the Django Unchained. Toy Controversy.
2: Ooh.
0: Ooh. I got the
1: comic issue 1. Oh, I already read. You did. It
0: yet. Now that I I saw it last Sunday night and I What did I, you think? I really enjoyed the film. Uh, yeah. I I was disturbed mm-hmm. by the four-year-old kid running around the theater because his parents oh, suck. Gosh. Okay. And I'd like to rant about this at all <gasps> because I went to Universal City to the uh, Studio Walk. You were in SoCal. Yeah. It was in SoCal, was AMC, and they said that after six o'clock they will not sell tickets to anyone under twelve for rated R films. Okay. It's like great. And then the lights well, first went of all, down they and shouldn't then a family before six o'clock they yet. shouldn't either. But, uh, no, but uh, parents
1: should know better.
0: Well, what if the passion of <laughs> the Christ showed up again? You know, I, I get that. But um you know, an eleven or twelve year old, I I don't mind quite so much depending on the film. Yeah. yeah. You know, there that are film, no. Uh, no. But my daughter went to see Anna Karenina, you know. I mean, oh, R-rated oh, film, and that was fine. I, you know, a little surprised that she wanted to, but but yeah. fine. Um, but that film, no. And that kid was clearly traumatized, and everyone else in the theater was tremendously <laughs> uncomfortable, knowing. So on its own basis, I'm like, you know, if you want to point to violence in films being a reason for violence in America, no, it's that Parents. people p- people before. Uh, p- parents are exposing their children to this violence before
3: these kids can actually handle and separate out. It's and have a way to handle. And it. they're not even thinking about it. It's just <clears> selfish <throat> parents who don't want to have to put off their own enjoyment until the until the child is of age, or don't want to put off the, their own enjoyment and have to hire a babysitter or something like right. that. Right? They just drag them along because no. I know there are people the that do Their <clears throat> world.
2: I
0: know that there are people that you know. That, the economy is bad that a babysitter can be expensive then don't go see Django Unchained wait for it on video right. don't
3: sorry. Don't spend $22 on a movie when you can see it in nine months from now on DVD for $22 for, well, Netflix and own or it whatever. or
1: Redbox it for a yeah, dollar yeah exactly or yeah. Download it onto your television using video on demand yeah. for four, five, or six dollars.
3: Exactly, but I mean, they—they yes. they are so selfish and singularly obsessed with themselves. Oh, I was so angry,
0: yeah. I, but I, I did love the movie. Although, you know, again, I would like—I've said this before—when the Glorious Bastards came out, I would like—I I do want Clinton Tarantino to just settle down and write an original film mm-hmm. and stop playing the games of. Who's that? I know who that is. Oh, that guy should be, you know, like, you were right. Bruce Stern there for a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dennis Christopher, whom I love. I've I've loved since Breaking Away. Uh, Don Johnson. But then I'm watching that going, oh, it's Don Johnson. Like, I can't give over to it. And then I'm starting oh, to go. See, that's because you're a nerd. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people well, have picked yes, up on a lot of these. <laughs> I am. And then I spend when there's a scene, and I know Samuel L. Jackson, and I know Leonardo DiCaprio, and I know Dennis Christopher. See, I didn't. And know. then there's the who's sister.
1: The, who's Dennis Christopher?
0: You ever seen Breaking Away? No. Okay. Well, uh, he's in which de-
1: character was he in the movie? The bicyclist.
0: Uh, the, uh, the lawyer. Leonardo DiCaprio's Candy's oh, okay, lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Um. And uh. See, I didn't even recognize it. Yeah, he's the bicyclist in Breaking Away. Well, Way. they're all bicyclists in Breaking Away. <laughs> well, not the parents. The, the lead. He's the lead <laughs> bicyclist, bicyclist. In, in, in Breaking Away. Yeah. And he was in a great concept. I've never seen the whole movie, but I thought it was a really good mo- a good idea called Fade to Black. Okay. It's about a film fan who, like, starts committing murders based on, like, he dresses up as movie villains and yep. movie monsters. And uh, So that's
1: why that's why four-year-olds shouldn't be going to movies like that because right. they turn into that guy.
0: Or Possibly. they become like me. I mean, you know, and Franco Nero. <laughs> and, you know, I'm showing up. So, I mean, and, I, and so I did love the movie, except that Quentin Tarantino's own cameo as an Australian
3: is like, get out of your own movies, Yeah, that was, that was. Um, I didn't have
1: any problem with that.
3: He did an okay Australian accent.
1: And he didn't give himself so many lines. No, <laughs> that he that's he true. Constantly talking,
3: moves, like, he blew oh, himself yeah. up. Certainly better than From Dusk Till
0: Dawn. So, anyway. Or but,
1: even like in Pulp Fiction where he just, Oh. rambles on and on and yeah. on in this super fast voice. It's like, okay, we you're Quentin Tarantino being yeah. this guy.
3: See, in Pulp Fiction, that was the first Tarantino movie I ever saw. Yeah, so, it was so before it you really knew. I didn't know it was him, yeah. and it didn't bother me at all.
0: But anyway, the point why we're talking about this movie now a month after it's opened is... The toys. Is the toys. So NECA was, do, was doing um, high... 12-inch inch action 12-inch action figures, articulated cloth of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And was it Al Sharpton that led the crusade? Yeah, I don't even know. <coughs> he at least made some some very strong statements about it, and convinced the uh, Weinstein Company to withdraw uh, to ask NECA to stop uh, production on these Django Unchained action figures. Because one of the things was like, you know, when he did Unglorious Bastards, he wasn't so insensitive as to make action figures of Nazis and Jews. Well, actually, yes, they have a very successful line for NECA. Uh-huh. Um, the Inglorious Bastards figures. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, a thousand action figures escaped. They're out there. It's like Toy <laughs> Ooh, Story. Those are
3: going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah,
0: yeah, already. Already. So I have Pictures
3: you, of them crawling off the <laughs> shelves and getting out through you know, the.
0: <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just want to lean into the Capio one. Uh, you know, so. He yeah. was good. He was really good. Uh, they yeah. were all good. Yeah. No, I there was not. You know, a bad I mean, here's the thing: is I don't really like Jamie Foxx, and I've had this. I've had this happening in the last couple months. A lot of actors I don't like being really good in movies and letting me forget the, th- th- the movie you. I don't like. Yeah. Like so, Jamie Foxx. Did I, you dislike him in Ray? I didn't dislike him in Ray. Everything he was trying to do afterwards made Did me you? dislike him. Like, you no, know, how he was like campaigning so hard and yeah, all that, you know, yeah. he was annoying. And so I stopped liking him because, you know, I, I'm okay with a comedian going over into uh, being, speaking of, we should talk about that, Guardians of the Galaxy casting um, this week. Have you read this? No. Marvel Studios has put feelers out, and this is confirmed they've, that they're asking, they're not saying for which roles, but it's very obvious. They have approached Jim Carrey's agent and Adam Sandler's agent for the role we must assume is... Rocket Raccoon, Uh hmm. but possibly Groot. Yeah, because I could see
3: Jim Carrey. I could Groot. see
0: Jim Carrey doing something really fun with Groot, and then maybe Adam Sandler as Rocket Raccoon. And everybody's still insisting. I thought Michael Rooker was going to be Michael. What's his name? No, Rooker? no, no, Rooker. No. Or Michael Rooker? Rooker. Michael Rooker. No, nothing confirmed. No. Nothing confirmed. Uh, there's still. Ca- there's but he's still. He's got
1: yellow dialogue boxes
0: bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your point is about that, but everybody keeps talking about Rocket Raccoon having to be British, and it's like, no. I've Why been, does he have to I be know, I don't think so.
3: Because, I, I don't know. Even, Even Lon know. had some de- some defense of that. Actually, there was, uh, I think he did have an accent when he showed up on in the, the cartoon. cartoon. And so in, what? You know what? In the first X-Men I don't, in the first Wolverine animated, Wolverine was Australian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the no, the so.
0: dude's
1: Canadian, and he's a midget, but they've cast Hugh Jackman, who's tall, and Certainly doesn't speak with a Canadian accent.
0: Yeah, well, and so. so But to finish on the neck of thing is just like, yeah. If you find one of those Django and Jane,
3: but I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. They would have been sold out anyway. And now they're dub- now they're sold out and selling for incredible. Amounts and I don't even care. I wouldn't
0: have bought one. It was just like I enjoyed the film. I'll and probably get that Blu-ray. I really, really. Was really there did a enjoy
3: slave it. character other than the Samuel L. Jackson figure? Uh,
0: yes, Brunhilde and and Django, and that and that's the that's. But the they offense. didn't have random slave. No.
1: I thought no, I've,
3: they didn't. It wasn't like Walking Dead. No, random no, no. walker. When, when I th- when I heard that it was a slave character, I'm thinking it's the three guys in the wagon. You know that that be would offensive. have been offensive. That would have been. <laughs> But, but no. I mean, those are those are all masterfully paid, played characters. They're not caricatures. Oh, geez. Samuel L. Jackson was scary as I mean, heck he in that. I mean, yeah.
0: great job. One of the best acting jobs I've ever seen him give. Yeah. So, Sharpton. Well,
3: go see the movie. So, oh
0: yes, yes. <laughs> um, so I'm annoyed by that. But anyway, back to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Someone. Uh, <coughs> Uh, and I can't remember, uh I apologize. Someone on our Facebook page asked like if we've heard anything about the plot.
1: Brian Shimada asked a question on the Facebook page.
0: Which I think I'm co- which I think I'm already covering. Okay. So um and of course, you know, yeah. Brian's Brian's Brian knows he's special. Yeah. Um <laughs> but was asking what about the plot about Guardians of the Galaxy and I, I don't know except I could say this much. We know that Brian Michael Bendis is writing a new Guardians of the Galaxy comic and Iron Man's joining them. So <coughs> this is going to be. This be I this is the connection.
3: This is going to be one where it's going to be totally fine for this movie to be the origins, of the guardians of the galaxy, because they're right. not. They've never had a movie before, even in the even in the the one shot they had on the. But Avengers you know what? I don't even need show. an origin of that. It's like
0: Star Wars. Do we need an origin for Chewbacca?
3: It, He's a Wookiee. No, he had an origin for Luke, and you had an origin for you know. You, you did have an origin in, in sort episode th- four. Do you need one character. It's just like it's just like the X Men movie. When I say uh, when I say origin, you know how they all came together. Yeah. It doesn't no, have to fine. be yeah. the individual origins. Uh, yes, Groot was born a small sprout. <laughs> <laughs> yes, destined for greatness. Maybe um,
1: I'm Groot. That's Adam Sandler. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So they rethinking it, okay. But it could be funny. I, you know, I, I can see that.
3: Um, they better not. I keep
0: on seeing him as
3: get in the ball, get in the hole. The, the hole is your home.
1: <laughs> they better not give Groot lines other
0: than "I am Groot." That's all. That.
1: <laughs> so don't waste your money on a big and name. And they will pay
0: yeah, Jim Carrey God. five million dollars to say "I am Groot" over and over. Yeah, um, I don't know. I will say but
3: they- it entirely different ways.
0: Yeah, uh, the next thing, uh, and this is completely unconfirmed, uh, but an interesting speculation that we uh, that uh, Bleeding Cool put out there, and it just excited me, so I had to repeat this rumor that we know that Brad Bird, who just directed Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, I guess not just directed that was a year ago. Um, the movie was pretty good. And uh, directed The Incredibles uh, and The Iron good. Giant, which was. I haven't really seen good. that one. I love The Iron Giant. And uh, it worked on The Simpsons. That movie is pretty good. And uh a oh, TV show. And Damon Lindelof, who uh, unfortunately did write Prometheus, but uh, has written other things we've liked.
1: He also wrote Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine. That was pretty good. Okay, uh, so, although it did take five years. Yes. To do so so years. they
0: are working on a film for Disney, which is codenamed 1952, and we know that George Clooney has signed on to do it.
1: Is it going to be Avengers 1952 like that? uh no. Howard Shaken comic.
0: No. No. Oh. Yeah, that was Avengers 1959, anyway. Was it 1959? Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, no, that uh, Lindelof tweeted a picture today of, like, this box from the Disney vaults that he claimed, like, oh, they had tried to work on this project back in 1952, and here's some of the things in it. And Bleeding Cool noticed that all the items that are in the picture could be tied into the Rocketeer, which rumor cropped up about two, three months ago that they were going to remake the Rocketeer. So I got very excited and I'm saying huge grain of salt in fact an entire box of Morton's uh, is I would love it if Brad Bird was directing a Rocketeer remake with George Clooney maybe as P V or something and they're saying they're casting two looking for two young leads male and female to be two unknowns to be uh, Cliff Secord and Betty Page or Jenny Blake as she was in the uh first Disney film. Um, so I don't know. I'd, I'd like to get people stirred up, but not unduly. We don't know if it's true, but it was an interesting speculation, so I thought it was worth talking about. And Latino Review claims, to no one's surprise, that the Justice League movie roster would be Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman and The Flash.
3: Do you want to give a shout-out to the person who actually asked us about the... Uh, it target? would if
0: The dang thing didn't tilt on me. Um, so who was Travis. that? Was that... Uh, Wait, we we're going to Travis of louisiana what an interesting Last surname <laughs> of louisiana are you of the louisiana of Louisiana's? Exactly.
3: Uh, so travis <laughs> the, you know, alabama louisiana
0: uh, so travis of louisiana asked that question about gardens of galaxy so thank you travis i'm sorry that i was not quick on this because i have my itinerary up on my phone and rick has a much bigger brighter ipad and was able to access the Facebook. and you're page.
3: covering brian's other question yes later, right? yes okay. What else? What other questions are in here? There weren't really any. It was just a lot of. Dialogue. I want
0: to cover one other uh, movie thing because we talked about it up ahead of time, and then and Nate was just talking about doing video on demand, and I did indeed spend eleven dollars to download a video on demand movie on my PlayStation Three. Is that rental or buy? That was a rental. Wow! And I figured well. I had to pay eleven bucks for the theatrical release, and this weekend it's getting the theatrical release. But I don't have time. Yeah, one weekend playing up in San Francisco, playing down in L.A. John dies at the end, and so uh, did you get a chance to watch it, Rick? And we, no, we I talked about it. Uh,
3: I uh, wanted to hence watch. My it. surprise as to how expensive it was. I was outvoted yeah. at my house.
0: I'm so sorry because I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, I I've reached a conclusion. You know, a good film adaptation of a, of a beloved book kind of makes you remember why you liked the book. And he cap- captures a lot of at least the first half of the movie follows the book very, very diligently. Good setup. Then he has to change things because one, his budget's not big enough to handle everything that David Wong uh, wrote, um, and it's it's sort of like as I have to explain to my children about like why the Lightning Thief reveals too much, you know, and or why a series of unfortunate events did the same thing as... You can't guarantee you're going to get another one, right. but David Wong could easily write as he did. This book is full of spiders, so you have to the sequel. You have to close it off in a way that is like <laughs> if there isn't another movie. The okay. door closes, <clears throat> but
3: it could open again.
0: Yeah. So it was funny. It was weird. Exactly the kind of movie right up our alley. Just absolutely a lot of fun. And then uh, Chase Williamson, who plays uh, as plays David, plays David Wong, the protagonist. Uh, is also playing Sparks in the upcoming film Sparks based on the graphic novel that I edited a while ago and listen to this podcast because in a week or two, some news will be out about uh, that film. Yep. And uh, you can check that out on his Facebook page as well. So should we move to television? Did yeah. Brian? Did I cover all of Brian? Should, should, uh, he Up TV until question. Television. He, had he had a, television a television question. question. Yep. What
3: was his TV question? His TV question was uh, basically with respect to The Walking Dead and the tagline, an eye for an eye. Oh, I'm going to let
0: Nate take that, yeah.
3: So the tagline for the next uh, installment in The Walking Dead Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. an eye for an eye. And what do you read into that, Nate?
1: I don't read into that at all. (laughs) What he alluded to was, are they going to get to a certain storyline in the comic (coughs) a lot quicker in the TV show?
3: Well, quicker, not quicker against where they currently are in the TV show.
1: No, no, and the, the
3: right. Maybe, maybe we're talking around it too much. We, we can, we can, because we don't actually know anything that's happening in the TV show. We can talk about the comic storyline, right? Let's just say that, and that's okay. that's. And so we are we are defining this as still, Derek. is the still spoiler, spoiler for you. Spoiler free,
1: because
0: I read that far. You Go didn't? ahead. Okay, you read so, that
1: far. Really?
0: By the governor. So no,
1: past the governor, the other I person.
0: Isn't, didn't the governor lose an eye? The well, governor, the governor loses, already
1: lost an eye in the TV show. Right. Oh,
0: I didn't know that.
3: So. He, he, and, but, that would have required my But the governor the takes <laughs> revenge against one of the main characters in the I story. I do remember that, yes. okay, And that is not unlike the uh, what happens to Ash in... Uh,
1: well, that's a, that's a hand for an eye.
3: I know. Well, but an
1: eye for an eye...
3: Which eye are you thinking about?
1: Somebody else in the comic loses an eye. Oh, that's way by accident. That's, that's way, way farther down. I don't think. The that's, comic.
3: I don't think. I think they're they're saying biblically an eye for an eye, meaning retribution. Um, retribution, right? Okay. Rick lost his hand. Rick, loo- yeah, Rick, yeah. the governor takes Rick's hand. Oh, yes, I recall that. And uh, I did read that far,
1: and no, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking <clears throat> about the later eyeball. Okay, well, that no, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> well, no, that you wouldn't remember that. And did I, that eye become um, a zombie? I actually don't mm-hmm. think that they will do that because it's not. For one thing, as shocking as that would be at this point, um, I think it's much much more important to go further on down and continue Rick's storyline because Rick, yeah, Rick yeah. has had his breakdown and he's had his toy phone incident, which we don't know yeah, if that's going to continue yeah. or not. I think they just kind of wrapped the, toy, the phone up.
1: I know they showed a promo picture where Rick was holding the gun with his, left, his left hand. hand you I, mentioned that. Yes. I just don't know that. if they're going to cut his hand off. Because, I mean, Merle is a secondary character, and he's right. got the one arm.
3: And Merle, they don't actually have to do that much special effects for him. Exactly. He's they has got the, just stick the thing, thing on
1: his arm. But, but with Rick,
3: you'd have to, he's going to
1: have to have a special effects He'll just have arm. to have
3: a, a blue screen glove on all the time. Yeah. And yeah, they'll have to make it. sure that he doesn't... Uh, you know, it's, not, it's, and not, they already it's have... not that hard. I just don't think it's I don't think it's that important to the storyline at yeah. this point. They the already they...
1: have one legged Herschel walking around, and I'm sure that's Oh yeah, that's easy they've shown do. the
3: pictures of of him doing that. So oh, okay. you know, if they've already if they're already doing Herschel, it can't be that much harder to do Rick again. But I don't think it's that I don't think it's that important to the storyline with the governor. And I think that they really they should put the governor on the shelf for a while. Well, and... they could also
1: do the Michonne storyline, yeah, which in the comic is horrific. I don't know. Yeah, what can you get away with on AMC? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah.
3: Actually, what they what they uh, the the major storylines for the comic that they haven't done is, of course, the siege of the prison by the governor's mm-hmm. forces. Mm-hmm. Which then fragments the whole group.
1: Well, and that also is how they lose Tyrese, but he just got introduced. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to kill him in one episode. And
3: then eventually that moves to them moving. Uh, what? <laughs> that moves them to moving to the community, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. homes that are all bordered bordered. I don't up. think they've been at
1: the prison long enough. I think they're yeah. going to find a way to keep them there a little bit longer and do something. But with nothing the, much
3: else happens at the prison, does it? Mm. Well, they have
1: problems. Uh, they did the problems with the They, grow, they, they do grow, grow fruits and vegetables. And stuff. <laughs> oh. I don't know. We got to figure out whether or not, what's his name, Axel is as creepy as he seems.
3: Oh, he's creepy as it seems. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
0: definitely creepy. I've read oh, past the prison, if that helps. Uh, yeah. He
1: had ahead. one of the funniest moments <coughs> in the show, just by the way, in that.
3: with the talking about you're a lesbian? Yes. We yes. he's
1: talking to Carol. And he's hitting on the little girl who's supposed to be seventeen. She looks like she's twelve to me, but right. okay. And Carol's and he like, goes, "Hey, what stopped. am I supposed to do? And
2: she's goes, young, oh, You're and he's a lesbian." <laughs> and and like, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> well, you got the short hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, all right. Um, so let's uh, move on. Thank, you, Brian. I hope that uh, answers your question for now, or as, as yeah, much or of an answer as we can. As
1: completely avoids your question.
0: Well, because we don't know. We don't know what's his.
1: He wants us to speculate.
0: And you did. And I yes, I, that, I, it's, it's there. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to mention that Doctor Who returns on March 30th, and there's the celebration of the 50th anniversary uh, coming up, although a lot of
3: rumors. Actually, Some... there's there's actually something immediately coming up this Sunday, which is they're doing... Um, BBC America is spotlighting. Oh, uh, oh they're showing the original they're doctor. They're showing the Aztecs from the the original doctor. And I believe they're going to move through each one of the doctors every couple of weeks. I Which I think, able... I
0: don't know if you've noticed this, Netflix just started showing, uh, they, they're streaming the the originals. They've had the... I've, the... Not, for that, not for that long, though. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of months. And so just saying you can go back and watch older doctor... Oh, yeah. Older episodes of Doctor Who on Netflix, which you had not been able to when I... It's not, not when I joined.
3: I know that when Justin started watching it, I was showing him older episodes. Yeah. That well, and many have come out on DVD anyway, but yes, yeah.
0: this is the first time BBC America is showing right. William Hartnell episodes, uh, Patrick Trufton episodes. So we're starting with the Aztecs, which is not the first, but no. is it that, is
3: that the only... Is the first multi-parter that still exists? I think so. I think it's one of the ones that, that's one of the cleaner...
0: Because I think like the first three episodes of, of Doctor Who... <coughs> Ever, are like three separate stories and they exist i mean they're all com- it's all complete but not i think the aztecs is the first complete serial is that the lonely child is the first the, the, one the Lonely child uh, uh bear, not buried a, child no that's uh no it's, that's a sam Shepard play um
3: i think it's the lonely
0: child is the first episode
3: um i know uh, drew sim uh reviewed it for us that much i remember so but the um the, the, you have to remember, the, like the the Aztecs, the first season of this, they were trying to do like historical, almost make making right. like an educational program, and so not almost.
0: That's what they were trying to yeah. do. Yeah, well, that was a, that was the claim for its existence in the first place. There it was you gonna go. Be an educational show about history. So kind of like the Magic School Bus. <laughs> Those Brits, yeah. we get a Lou Tomlin and we make it safe for small children. The Brits make small children wet themselves. Yes, gotta love them. Gotta.
1: Peeing your pants is cool, considering me, Miles Davis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are and, we still on TV? Uh, we are, we are. And I was going to mention as well that you know, they have confirmed again. Mark Gaddis is writing the uh, is writing a docudrama about the creation of Doctor Who, which will also be part of the 50th anniversary. And there were rumors that that went out and then disappeared off of uh, a couple of news news sites in England about. Uh, information about that they were going to have, the which everybody was expecting, something of the 50th anniversary episode involving all 11 doctors using archive footage, whatever it would take to do. Um, but that information disappeared because the one thing that made, gave me the grain of salt was like they were quoting Stephen Moffat. And I've sat down with Stephen Moffat, and he will not tell you anything ahead of time. Will not. Good. right. Or he starts to – he'll say, why should I tell you? Or give you a fake answer and then say, by the way, I'm lying. Mm. So, you know, there's just no way that that, that 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 was discredited. But we know March 30th we get back seven episodes, I think. And then nothing until the 50th anniversary. So hopefully that's also keeping Matt Smith intrigued long enough to continue for a while while he has time to do other things. You know, so we'll see about that. What else is he doing? Uh, he's there's another mini series coming up on BBC America. Oh. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. Of course, I realized I was listening to the episode we did a couple of weeks ago about how like there was a BBC America. Uh, I want to apologize to those who were screaming at us during the podcast for this one. I don't know if you remember this show. I was talking about this show set in the in the days after the Jack the Ripper murders on the street <laughs> that the murders take place. Right. Watch. Uh. Right. No. no and we couldn't remember the title and he went Whitechapel and said no no, no Whitechapel is a different thing about modern day Jack the Ripper no and I was like what is it it's, oh, it's about Jack the Ripper on the street what is it called Ripper, Ripper Street <laughs> I thought I listened to that episode last week and went, "Oh my god, someone just screamed their voice box out going because we're it's like a bad sketch." We were both going like Ripper and there's streets. streets, but no, it's Whitechapel. That's it. You know, it's like going. You know, this guy dresses up as his mother and he kills Janet Lee. Psycho. No, no, that wasn't it. It started with a P though. Yes, he's definitely psycho. <laughs> you know, it's like a kids in the hall sketch. So I apologize to those whoever had an aneurysm because uh, I almost did listen to myself going. It's Ripper Street. <laughs> <Just> so. <laughs> anyway, awesome. um, did
1: anyone watch King of the Nerds on TBS?
0: No. So tell me about it, sir.
1: It was interesting.
3: I saw the end of one. They've only bit had one. I think okay. they had
1: second episode is this week. I think it's tonight. This is the
3: one where the the logo is them all draped all over a, a yeah. video game controller. Yes, yes. it is. Yeah.
1: And it's like a game show, whatever, a yeah, reality, reality game, game show. show. And the hosts are Robert Carradine, Carradine, Robert Carradine and Booger, whatever his name is in real life.
3: Booger. I think he's officially Curtis changed. Armstrong. Yes.
1: yes.
0: Uh, and that's the best obscure reference I could pull out of my head. They have 11. Sorry. I'm dead now.
1: 11 nerds. I'm doing air quotes. Come in. And they were pretty nerdy. Male and do you female.
0: Feel, do you feel they're playing it up?
1: The nerds or the, the nerds? No. uh,
3: They're authentic nerds? They were
1: definitely...
0: Because here's the thing, and I I just want to say, on on Facebook, I I have reached, you know, I have befriended a lot of people, certainly, you know, more than Rick. Rick does see it, and it's not insult to say, you know, it is more, you are limiting yourself to people you actually know. I'm rethinking, but because I'm doing because before we created the fanboy planet page, it was more like, oh yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to get out there as a comic book writer and all this stuff.
1: Are the nerds playing up themselves, or is the show playing up the nerdiness of the nerds?
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure, but what the what, let me finish the thought. <laughs> so, one of the other webmasters, if you can call me that, bloggers, whatever, the guy that runs Idle Hands, which is a toy blog spot, um, pointed out like it's, it's like. Amongst us all, we know a lot of nerds out on the internet, of people, who, and yet no one seems to actually know any of these 11 people. Statistically, uh, it seems yeah. very unlikely. It's like they've cast, and I mean, it's a reality show, so I know there's something played up, but it feels like it's playing to the worst stereotypes. That has been my interpretation ahead of time. I did not watch the show, so I'm not going to... Speak, but it's back to what we were saying up top about what is a nerd. I'm tired of being segregated. Look it at was us. We're a, all fairly well-dressed and we're all nerds.
1: <laughs> it was a very broad <laughs> definition of nerd because there's, like, a guy who's a mathematician, a guy who's a NASA guy, a guy who's, like, a hacker who is now a computer programmer. It was, like, stuff like that. It's not like everybody's into comics or video games right. or whatever.
3: They're so. focused in non-standard. Uh, areas yeah yeah
1: and th- you know they're like they're like smart people that kind of nerd they're like us
0: well we're smart okay but these people are like that was called
3: they fishing oh let me put it this i way. don't
1: think they that,
3: they're smart but they couldn't pull off a lavender shirt and charcoal sweater with lavender highlights in it the Oh, there's one guy there's one guy who knows thank
2: you <laughs> thank you
0: and may i say though it looks evil your beard looks much better.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: These were more like really smart people that are socially awkward, basically. That's what makes them nerds. Mm-hmm. Any of us could go into a room and not be like, Oh, don't talk to me.
0: I could do that, though, if I needed you to. You could do that.
1: <laughs> but you could also go into a room and, you know... Socialize. And work Socialize, it. exactly.
0: Like this outfit.
1: So, for example... <laughs> First episode, they have to kind of get to know each other and then pick teams. So they pick teams, and there's an uneven number of people. There's 11 players, but they only get five per team. So one person's left out. So they're doing like those behind-the-scenes interviews. It's like, oh, my God, I felt like I was in high school being the person not picked and blah, blah, blah.
0: I already felt that trauma. So they flip
1: (coughs) it. The person that wasn't picked ends up the dungeon master or whatever you want to call it. was she became She became untouchable and was safe that week. Uh, and then oh. she had to sit there and say, which of these two teams do you think
0: picked the best? Which of these two <coughs> All right, captains so do you I'm going to yeah. give it a shot. I'm going to give it. What it channel
3: is it running on? TBS. So that should be in repeats throughout the week. Oh, yeah, they probably play it yeah. 100 times. And it's probably on demand as well. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then she gets to say who had the stronger team. And so she's like, oh, I feel so bad making a choice like this. And it's like, you just got left out. Just go ahead and pick. <laughs> <check." laughs> so she says the orange team had a better pick. So then. The orange team is safe, and she is safe, and she can't get kicked off.
3: So the other team has to kick somebody out? So
1: the other team has to pick two people who are going to play against each other. And the loser. loser. Thunderdome. It was like Thunderdome chess. They had this huge chess board on the whole. That is nerdy, where the
3: rest of the people there. You you take the
0: visceral excitement of Thunderdome and sap it out with chess. Exactly.
1: Except the two nerds. That got picked to play against each other didn't know how to play chess hardly. Nice. So they each got to pick someone to help them. The girl who was not picked was like, oh, I was on the chess club in high school, ends up helping one guy. The other guy kind of has a knowledge of chess, and so he picks the hacker to be his buddy, and they just kind of stood there. The girl loses the game for the guy whose team she's on, and she's like, nice. oh, my God, I lost the game. So then this guy to
3: The thing... The thing I didn't like is did, just like did the chess game play out in real time? Did they speed through it?
1: They kind of sped through it, but they had like they
3: only have a half hour. It's not an hour yeah. show, right? So uh,
1: it might have been an hour. Oh God,
3: it, it could have been a half an hour. These things are uh, they're cheap to be, produce. And oh, they, I know, no, I they get shoot a lot I of get, video. I get
0: everything behind it. That's not my problem. I don't they think had, there's
3: a, there's a reality show on the air that is an hour long. Toy Hunter's only a half an hour, yeah, except it's, for the Christmas yeah, special.
1: Oh, Toy Hunter needs to be longer. Yeah. They had a girl who was supposed to be hot, wearing like a bustier and like big pink hair or whatever. She was the person that had to go move the pieces around. They said where they wanted the pieces to go. And then they had this shirtless guy with a big sword who like knocked the heads heads off of all the pieces after you lost. So the thing I didn't like about the show is that they do these interviews with the people and it's fairly clear to me that a few of them probably have some sort of autism or Asperger's and
3: they, they have kind trouble of talking they to
1: camera. It That's a, my issue. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. and that, and that, because that's becoming, that's a sideshow. And, and, and I think, you know, we, well, cause I've been talking about with some people about a, a couple of other projects and saying like, you know, uh, the reality is, which is the argument I make on this article about the P the nerd PSA. As funny as it is, it's like, you know, Kevin Smith is king is is one of the three kings of the nerds. Um, you know, he wears glasses because he needs to see. That's true. Right. But Nathan Fillion and Zachary Levi, who I think are legitimately into everything they say that they are into, yeah. With the Emperor Whedon in the background, you know, these are people that are just very well adjusted. Sorry, nerd is not the term. And the people that act like the stereotypes are, yeah, there might have been. I was re- thinking back to that um American splendor in the movie mm-hmm. when yeah. uh, his friend is really into re- into revenge of the nerds and harvey Harvey is very upset it 's like these are Hollywood guys just pretending, and you have no choice, and that guy clearly had right. asperger 's or, or you know high functioning autism somewhere on the spectrum and then it is are we are we doing this freak show when actually everybody 's into this stuff now? come on they 're football players um Without head injuries, who are uh, <laughs> you know who are into <laughs> comics? I mean, and Rob Van Dam. Sure. I was just talking about this, you know, on my friend uh, Neil Kaplan's podcast. The argument, you know, Rob Van Dam, all these wrestlers that are into comics. CM Punk, CM Punk, Writing absolutely. Four
1: to graphic novels. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So you know, I then that disturbs me what you say. No. Yeah. Whereas you know, on a show like. I've got my issues with Big Bang Theory this year, certainly playing up to the worst of the stereotypes, but a lot of people like that Sh- Sheldon, they have never said that he has uh, Asperger's because they don't want to limit like what his behavior is supposed to be, but a lot of people in the Asperger's support community love Sheldon because it shows
3: that that guy, that someone with Asperger's can fit in. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Jim Parsons? He's... He's pushing a show that he wants to do. No, I haven't heard this. About, um, like high functioning, um, Types in in a in a in a in a show, and I don't know if he's trying to do a reality show where he's actually showing real people, or he's they're writing something for it. I just saw one little blurb. Okay, in the, in interesting. The I, you this know, because
0: morning. he said he I, early on until the writers I think slapped him down a little bit. The producers kind of you know shut him up. He had said like they've never said he's got Asperger's, but he says I he's I've studied I can't I can't see what else yeah. is is guiding Sheldon's behavior. My mama had me tested. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I thought so I don't like putting him on this play as a freak show. You know, I I laugh at Sheldon but not because I think that that character is ha ha, ha he's got Asperger's. It's like yeah, I know guys like that. No, you know? we
3: we we see ourselves in aspects of Sheldon. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh
0: <laughs> so but that's I've thought that. Yeah. yeah who knows? Um you know, but uh, we're okay we've lived this long um and that needs to be instead of instead of being their king of the nerds and we're out there i i'm sorry I, yeah. I, i've been ranting tonight go
3: <laughs> so i know feeling really like, well but <laughs> cut to the chase are you gonna watch the next next episode i'm gonna soon? watch
1: the next episode and i mean from the first episode they weren't really i don't know if they were like glorified i don't know whatever what where were you just using Sideshow. Sideshow, yeah. They didn't quite make it a
3: sideshow. They weren't exploiting them? Not yet. Okay. But you see the potential.
1: It could go that direction, and if it does, it's going to be a show that I'm not going to want to watch.
3: I think they'd be exploiting them if they put them in situations where they're going to break down. Yeah. where they will become non-functional because of some irrational or otherwise. Okay, and let's not the car before
0: the. Horse. I mean, that may not happen, right? I to be fair, because I don't want anybody to go like, "Oh, that, TBS, no, no. they're assholes." <laughs> yeah,
3: they may be. I don't know, but if that, if, <laughs> but, the, if you, if that did happen, the producer probably shouldn't show that. They should. They should find a way to, right. to work around that. But
0: I'm intrigued. I will give it a try. I was just, I, you know, I was bothered it by was,
1: it. It was interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, so I want to say, back to things that have us excited, mm. uh, Arrow, Yep. did you hear who's going to play Black Canary? No, I did not. Alex Kingston got signed, River Song got signed to play Dinah Lance, the mother, Wow. who would be Black Canary, and then her daughter. I
3: don't see her as a, as a CW character, though. No, uh, Black Canary or, or River, River King- Song? Uh, River Song, no. I, but, no, but, I but, can but, see but, the girl Alex who, played, who played... Uh,
0: no, Alex Kingston, because yeah. we've got John Barrowman. Have you been, you've caught up on Arrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have John Barrowman, Captain Jack Harkness, as Merlin, right? the Dark Archer. Um, and so it, it makes sense to me that there's an adversary his age, and that would be Alex Kingston. And they've introduced the daughter already okay. so that you can pass Black Canary on. And in a much better way, I think, than, you know, Birds of Prey did the same thing, where they had the younger... Uh, Dinah Lance, and then a character uh, right, Lori right. Laughlin showed up later on in the season as the Black Canary with the power as mm-hmm. well. You know, so um, that it was passed on. That they never called the younger Dinah. They didn't do that in the comics,
3: did they? Well, originally there it was the Earth, 2, Dinah. Earth Two. Earth um, Two. Originally,
0: okay, here we go. Mm. Yeah. Okay, it goes up. <laughs> I had to put my glasses up. On. Here we go. Zorlac. <laughs> the Zorlac is in full effect. Uh, originally. The Earth Two Dinah Lance was married to Larry Lance, the detective. He was killed fighting uh, this giant-headed, pink-skinned alien. One of the crossovers between uh, Justice League and Justice Society. Mm-hmm. With the loss of her husband, she felt that she had nothing holding her no to connection. Earth Two, and she and so they it didn't because this made sense in the 60s. She just had to do change planets entirely because she couldn't face the death. So she went to an identical planet where it turned out that her husband was alive and he was an a-hole. So in early Brave and the Bold, she discovered that the, that the Earth One's uh, Larry Lance was a jerk and a criminal. Um, so she that got over that. And then she had an attraction to um, Green Arrow. Right. And of course, so they had a long, long romance that went lasted till... Uh, near the end of Flashpoint. And because they got married, and right. you know he died a couple times and came <laughs> back, and, um, and they had
1: a whole comic book together. This
0: thing, yeah this this happens. You know he died yeah. twice. That made the marriage. He died, died before gold. his series came back, and then in the yes. series he got married to her. Right, and then, right, and right. He shot and then she again. killed him on the, the wedding night, and then turned yeah you know, whatever. She was a robot. And- it was, oh yeah, it was all. I, if I had a nickel for every time that's happened, but I, I'd have a nickel. Uh, and uh, so then, but it was retconned. Uh, sometime in the 80s that it wasn't – that they, that actually Dinah Lance of Earth 2 had suffered injuries that were fatal and in between, in the dimensions in between, there was a dimension because the Thunderbolt place placed that, that she – that they said like she came to Earth 1 and she suddenly had the canary cry. And so what they had retconned was that right. actually she had a baby daughter who had the canary cry And Johnny Thunder, who had been very good friends, and even back in in the actual Golden Age, Johnny Thunder and Black Canary were friends, um, were in stories that way. She took over, I think, his his strip, basically, his feature. And um, that the Thunderbolt had taken the baby and put it in stasis in the dimension in between Earth 2 and Earth 1, where it had grown in a coma to full adulthood to be identical to her mother and... That Earth-2's Dinah Lance died. Okay, that's why. I'm- and Earth-1 suddenly, but she had all the memories of her mother and thought that she was. So the daughter right. thought she was the mother. Right. And then realized it and went, okay, you know, it's a mother-daughter thing. And then later in Starman, the James Robinson series, you know, um, Jack Knight, uh, David Knight, no, Jack, Jack, visited... And there was a there was a banquet of dead heroes, and and Black Canary was there, Dinah Lance was there. So, it had been established it was a mother daughter thing. And then, unfortunately, you know, after New Fifty Two, no, right. it doesn't exist. So, and Christ on Infinite Earths, no, it doesn't exist. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> but as I say the CW, or I guess the time was a WB show, Birds of Prey, still available on DVD. Uh, two mixed results, but um, you know. Barbara Gordon's great on that show. It was hit and miss. It was hit and miss. But there were a couple of really good episodes. But one of the things in there was that they they reestablished the mother-daughter connection Ah. uh, by having an older Dinah Lance and a younger. So then it looks like Arrow's going to do the same thing. Smallville had Dinah Lance, and I don't know what happened. I, I didn't like the way they'd done Black Canary, so I guess, you know, neither did they. So she never really came back. She showed up. There was a brief... She had the Canary cry. Well, they cry only had those She short... had the Canary cry, and they implied that she and Oliver were dating, and then they decided that, uh, that Alice and Max's character, Chloe, right. m- made more sense They want to have it. Chloe Speaking have a Speaking of ending.
1: Smallville and people dying... Yeah? Remember when they killed Jimmy Olsen, and then Chloe gave Jimmy's camera to his little brother, Jimmy? Jimmy
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. I didn't actually watch that episode. Hi,
1: I'm Jimmy. This is my little brother, Jimmy. Jimmy. There's
0: like, there are like six episodes of Smallville that I didn't watch. Mm
1: -hmm. And
3: that was one. Good. Good for you. That was an okay episode. Oh, I have it. I was
1: sitting there like, wait, what? Because, you know, Jimmy Olsen is not supposed to be this exact same (coughs) age as Clark as Clark Kent. So it's like, okay, all right, I'll suspend disbelief here, whatever. Then he dies and it's like, wait a minute, you can't kill Jimmy Olsen. Then his little brother,
0: Jimmy, is Jimmy Olsen. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like oh, it's like I, George Foreman and all his sons are named George. Right? I mean, yeah. Well, no, like, I have a friend named, uh, named Joe, who whose brother's uh, name is Joe, whose brother died before he was born, oh. Oh, okay. and who was named Joe. So he he had a one man show for a while, and the first line was somewhere out there is a grave with my name on it. Mm. And his parents said, you know, giving him but the exact same makes say, sense. That makes sense. It but, doesn't
1: make sense to name your kid Jimmy and then have another kid. While the first kid's still living, and call that kid Jimmy, George and then that kid be old enough, <coughs> so when older Jimmy dies, you can give Jimmy Jimmy's camera and say, "Now you're Jimmy again."
2: It makes and now, now much- you're
1: the only Jimmy. Congratulations,
0: Jimmy too? you You're now just there, Jimmy. And, and now, and one. now, did you hear that controversy this week for Man of Steel? Oh God, that Jimmy Olsen is Jenny Olsen. Jenny Olsen. Uh, it's oh a no, woman, really. Yes. Yes, I don't care. I mean, because you know the thing. I is, care. No. Okay. Because the character of Jimmy Olsen doesn't make sense anymore.
3: He's you know Superman's what? pal. I don't care either. Rick. You know, <laughs> Rick cares. <You> <laughs> Rick cares. I, I can tell that. No, I, Rick's I, head's about to explode. You no,
0: know, because everybody's done backflips trying to make that character,
3: yeah. make sense. So now she's going to be a damsel in distress with a with a buzzer watch. You know, it's like.
0: Superman help me. Yeah, and i would bet that one of the things is then she becomes like a romantic rival. Right. And it makes it interesting and I'm like, It doesn't I mean, make it interesting. No. It's, it's like doesn't. Yeah. why okay, but so, I'm still down with Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. Okay. I think that's an awesome cho- Absolutely. choice. Absolutely. But
1: Superman's saving Lois Lane and then Jenny hits the buzzer on her watch and he has to go save Jenny Olsen. Jenny.
3: Yeah. And Lois goes oh, why don't I have help Superman, one of these watches? Where are you
1: going? Oh, well Jimmy, I mean Jenny Olson. I guess the reason I'm not Superman excited watch.
0: that I don't care is I don't th- I don't because know because you don't care about the movie. I don't care about the movie. I, I think that you, that in a film you're going through contortions. Unlike on a TV series, it makes sense to have that many regulars in the uh, in the Superman universe. But when you've got a movie where you've got to deal with Monpot Kent, right? You got to deal with General Zod, and right. about four or five Kryptonian villains have leaked out thanks to Lego, right? Uh you know, these Lego play sets that have been licensed, said like <coughs> there are like five assistant five assistants to Zod. That's a lot of characters. Then you're going to throw in General Lane, Lois
3: Lane. No, 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 no. Perry
0: I, and Jenny are minor. But, and then I don't know that they're going to get
3: another movie. I don't – why call her Jenny in and put her in a Jimmy Olsen role?
1: With short hair like a boy. To, and she's un- you No, know, she has long hair. So, but she? why, like why, why introduce
3: in sh- and just say, oh, it's a I woman saw. this time. And, and instead of just having – it's a woman. Her name's Marsha. You know. yeah. Or Cat Grant. Go ahead, Cat why, why, Grant. Why this sly little wink, oh, Jimmy's a... You know, it's, not like a it's not like in Battlestar Galactica they because actually this is to, Because
0: this is, to me, like ulti- like the Ultimate Universe and why I stopped reading Ultimate X-Men. Uh-huh. Kirkman's failure. Sure. I still think Ultimate, you know, because it became a Did game... you write Ultimate X-Men? For a while. I thought it was Kirkham. <coughs> no, it was Robert Kirkman. Um, and right. one of the things was that Ultimate X-Men became a game of... Oh, you think you know who this character is because right. of mainstream right. continuity? No, let's let's mess with it. No. You think you know Cable? And so I know I agree with I you on that point. I but I guess I guess you're right. My lack of emotional upset about it is I've already written that movie. I'm off. just so exhausted thinking about how bad this movie is going to be. Yeah. And which means that if it's even halfway decent, I'm going to go. I'm going to love it. But then, you know, they're still talking about this, the Justice League rumors and saying they still don't haven't confirmed that They're waiting to see. Which has got to be hell on script development to see if Man of Steel does well. Because if Man of Steel does well, then Henry Cavill will be the Superman for, in that Justice yeah. League movie.
1: And if it doesn't, they're bringing back Brandon Routh,
0: <coughs> which would be fine. That poor guy <laughs> totally got a bum bum deal for doing a bum great script. job yeah. in a bum script. Um, the, the um, you want to talk about Under the Dome? You just want to acknowledge it, or Let's just acknowledge that that there's going to be a uh, is it CBS? Wait, no,
3: not know. No, it was... Uh, but it is a main network doing a 13-episode... I think it was ABC. I'm ABC. not sure. It's one of the main networks is doing a 13-episode miniseries based on Stephen King's Under the Dome, Yes, which I've not read, but I have friends... I have, you have the book, though. Is it like right? Biodome
1: with uh, Polly Shore? No, no, no. And yes. American
3: well, Exactly. No, it's it's one of those ones where it's of the plot of the Simpsons movie. It's actually it's, mm, well, there but was it played a, for horror. There's a Simpsons,
0: yeah. No, uh, the Simpsons movie is that plot. boom shows up on this on this. There city.
3: are there are a number of of sci- It's a it's almost a science science fiction meme where where there's isolated in place. You know, somehow you can't get in, you can't get out. There's a world outside and a world inside. Philip Jose Farmer does like different books with this thing sure and again but, and at least twice on the simpsons and, and but stephen king of course gives it his own own, own sure. twist i'm just
0: going with who i think is listening but simpsons fan
3: but uh uh the I, i'm trying to remember uh spielberg is associated with this and producing Uh-oh. um i've forgotten it who could the other still one be is. good Didn't
1: he do Terra nova
3: but also Interno. lincoln
2: yeah
1: Lincoln,
3: what I think I think Derek's gonna have more uh, Lincoln on his side. <laughs> Lincoln the movie, yes. Lincoln the it's movie, it's a movie, not a miniseries. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. um, so. Terra Nova was actually a, a whole. It was not meant to be a miniseries. I know. no. no. Terra Nova was just that. That.
0: Well, it's always bad when Steven Spielberg is indulging his childhood fantasies. <laughs> yeah. So anything with Steven Spielberg and dinosaurs, sorry, even Jurassic Park is, in hindsight, a little bit stupid. No. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. It just well, doesn't hold up.
2: Two and three, definitely.
0: 90s. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, i wait do that. Four. And then I want to say, which is you announced, yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to acknowledge because at the end of the year of 2012, we're talking about what are we looking forward to most. Well, two weeks after 2013 started, Disney announced exactly the thing I said I wanted the most, which is Disney Infinity. Yes. The video game which combines the best of Little Big Planet. With the best of the Skylanders franchise, with Disney characters, and I was driving over here tonight. So, if you have not caught the article on on the website or seen it in any place else, uh, it it is a video game system that plays cross platform. So, because uh, if I understand this right. Yeah, if you are, if you take that element of Little Big Planet where you can build worlds, right. which, By the way, which my son plays. I mean, like you can go into if you have Little Big Planet too, you can get into someone has created a Toy Story world. Mm-hmm. There is a Marvel. I don't know if you if you know this that there is a Marvel challenges, but it's a Marvel universe made out of cardboard and burlap and cloth and and like crafts. all those all the crafting things. But you fight Magneto, you fight Doctor Octopus, you fight all these things. These little rag dolls. Um, and so it's really, it, it's really cool, but that's a little big planet, but it was limited to PS three. Right. But what Disney is saying for Disney infinity is this goes on. You can build these worlds and they will look, and they will cross exist. You'll be able to communicate cross. If I've got it right. Right. Xbox 360, possibly Xbox 720, Wii U, PC, mobile phones, what, you know, what all the platforms you can imagine playing. It's going to be there, and if it's got a network connectivity, you can communicate across and play. I'm not sure. I'm not sure
3: that, uh, from my reading of it, I don't know that a network connectivity is essential to the cross play because there's. I think you can download games. You can upload. Create is put into the character. And so when you take your character someplace else and you plug them in, your world is uploaded. Well, no, that's the way that
0: Skylander—that's the way that Skylanders works—is yeah. you can upgrade. But what I—the way I was interpreting it was—it was, it was in game. That doesn't go with the figure, um, because that's up on the net. I mean, that's right. how PS3 works—is it's it's up on the net. Those are right. out there. They have a server for somewhere—a server farm for Little Big Planet. So this is you get a you get a portal like I, I said
3: I, I I can't totally interpret from what they've said in yeah. the press releases but I could easily see that they don't actually use cloud storage for the um, for holding your world that in fact it is in which actually makes a lot more sense. To do it, to store it into the character, it itself. would makes it would because make then sense when you take it because like somebody else You don't have to download all this data. Which is what I said. That
0: is what that is what has been the advantage of the, of the what I thought was brilliant about Skylanders. Yeah. You know, my son plays that game, upgrades his figures, brings them over to my house, and says, "Dad, look at what I got on this one." Oh, my sister made me made him wear this dumb hat. You know, like <laughs> the figure doesn't have the hat, but he plugs it into the portal, and suddenly, oh, there's the pilgrim hat.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Well, the other thing that's interesting about this one, and as opposed to Skylanders, is this one has room for three characters on the. I want to miss an, I, what I think it actually is. Is
0: it looked like it, but but one of the bases for the, is, is for the, for the uh, environment, the, the sandboxes. So, so if you buy, if you buy a set, so you get a starter set that has uh, Jack Sparrow, Sully, Sully from yeah. Monsters University, not Monsters Inc. Which is, they're because really, they want you to go see Monsters University, uh, Sully, and I think Mr. Incredible uh, might be the third one, but they didn't sh- uh, show it uh, specifically like in the first demo. And then there is a, uh, there's a hexagon for Monsters University, so you put it on there. Oh, you think that's So third, I think that's, that's what third. it is, is, they, is is that they'll sell you environments as well.
3: But I thought I read somewhere where they're saying that, the potential of having three players in there. At the oh same no, I think that,
0: I, would, that, I think it would be great. And again, if you can play across, because right now Sky, that's the limitation on Skylanders is you have to be in the same room, right? But if you can start playing <laughs> Skyland,
3: you know, a game across yeah. a network, we're, we're going to have to follow up on this because I, oh, I didn't actually see the network connection, connectivity aspect of this being, and that's really when you're talking about a thing for kids. That's really a difficult thing to set up and continue, especially with with a child having to to deal with this. So, and I, especially I cross platform. I, I,
0: but I'm going to tell you, I think you're underestimating. This is one of those things that kids are getting instinctively. You yeah. know, my son's eight, and I finally had to buy him a headset for PS3 because he was all these friends were already talking to him on Little Big Planet, and you know the, they've all figured this out. Yeah. We this better is like, not
1: be swearing or no. Being
0: this is racist. like this is like Childhood's End. You know, they're evolving into these uh, <laughs> hyper intelligent pods. They're going to leave us. Uh, you know, no,
3: but some of this stuff requires <laughs> changes to routers and. and- that are a little more than... Just I think they'll take care of... I think they'll take care I of that. I think it's possible. We'll we'll just have to see. Because
0: yeah. I turned my back and my son had to set up his own profile on the PlayStation <laughs> Network. You know, so <laughs> nice. it's like... Okay. Did he give you the we,
1: password? Uh, no. Have we already talked about the Lego Marvel game that's going to be... Coming? No,
0: but I didn't see that that was coming. That's awesome. Very exciting. But yeah. I, I want to say, see, Nate, you're going to get Disney Infinity because the other thing is it occurred to me they start with Jack yeah. Sparrow and Monsters. Marvel has got to join it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> so there's that there's that great, great potential. And we didn't when we took the exhaust, we talked about Disneyland, we forgot to mention the big thing is heavy rumors that the uh, Carousel, of, not Carousel of Progress, what do they call that thing now, uh, in Tomorrowland that used to be America Sings and uh, now it's this I really – I think it is the
3: a- Carousel of Progress because it, oh it goes God. around.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, maybe it is back to being called that. It used to be called yeah. it, it America Sings. And it's not in any way, shape, or form in the future anymore. You know, it's like oh, it's like it's oh, like, these tablets will run your house. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. As I <laughs> gesture, Xbox, the tablet will play, play games on you, your, we'll play games on the big. You screen. will have the ability to use a box
1: that computes them.
0: here and now. A huge section of it is play Xbox games. Yes. Um, but they may. The rumor is they're going to turn that into Stark Expo because that would not be a violation Ooh. of their contract, and that would be a perfect fit. Because because I have heard the Imagineers saying the problem with putting Marvel into Disneyland is not any contractual obliga- or, or denials, it's that it's got to fit right. in the land. Right. And there just isn't any New York, you know, Main Street, USA, although they had no problem putting the British Mary Poppins on Main Street, USA, which sticks in my craw every time I walk by that cafe, the Jolly Holiday Weiner. Bakery. I'm not a whiner. What do they sell there? I'm an Poppins. Poppins, yes. Uh, popovers. And uh, they sell... Good food? Uh, good food.
1: So you're complaining about good food? No, I haven't
0: them. actually. No. They just changed the name and made it Mary Poppins <laughs> so that they could have a connection. You know, I think they should
3: do. A spoonful of sugar helps medicine They go should down, plow... Sure. They should... And much as, much as it would hurt my inner child, they should plow over Autopia and that... Is the boat thing still next to it? No, the boat's gone. Okay, that's gone. But Autopia, just take that all out and make that Manhattan for for superheroes right in there. part of uh, I think adjunct-
0: I, I, I think honestly, especially with Carsland, autopia's days are numbered, yeah. It's it's going to be a couple of years because they're because they're busy trying to up they're they're doing the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves mine ride over at Disney World okay so that's got to get off the ground and be done and they got to come back over and look at what they're going to do in Tomorrowland and so I think Stark Expo is probably the next thing and they're going to the do. nice
3: thing about that is it's right next door to the Carousel of Progress so if they're going to do Stark right, there right can just do, do, the
0: rest so of they do Stark Expo get into Autopia that area of Autopia I mean that's right there and they can even go they
3: can even take it out to next to um, Uh, Space Mountain. They could take out that whole area that's the pizza, multi-story pizza parlor thing.
2: I don't
0: understand why that's not Pizza Planet. Yeah. Because it's not. And it should be. It's like the logical. You have a pizza restaurant and you have a Pizza Planet truck that shows up in every Pixar movie. Why is it not just Pizza Planet?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But they shoehorn Wreck-It Ralph into the 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 arcade. arcade. So, you know. Yep, there we go.
3: We're going to do another Disney show now.
0: Sorry, no, that's a totally different podcast. Rick and I just going we'll take you and, and, and Tiffany, and we'll let you play. Yeah, I want to go there. you we'll look both, enthusiastic, yeah. You'll yeah. we'll, we'll go somewhere. Are we, we about down. done? We are done. I got nothing else. So
1: I do want to mention one TV show that has nothing oh to do with God, comic really? books or nerds. What's that? Then we're not interested. Sports, it's called, sports talk? No, it's comedy. Real Husbands of Hollywood. You may have seen previews for it oh, before this, movies. This is
3: the fake reality show. <laughs> it's a right? fake reality yeah, show. I've seen parts of this. Comedian no. Kevin Hart. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Is you have me? You have a, me. A house husband, basically. Uh-huh. It's like it rivals the real the real, real, Wives of, real of, housewives uh, of, uh, of whatever city you want to call it. Yeah. So real husbands of Hollywood. So it's Kevin Hart, Nelly the <laughs> rapper, uh, Boris Kojo, Dwayne Martin, Robin Thicke. And JB Smooth. They're all like buddies. Yeah. And basically, it just follows around. Kevin Hart's like the main guy, so they follow yeah. him around, and it's a fake reality show, and it is hilarious. Oh, what Nick, network? Nick Camp. It's on BET, which nobody watches.
0: Well, no, people do watch it, just
3: I don't. None of us watch it. No, nobody. You watch yeah. it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I know, I typically don't because nothing is on BET except for now, Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. There's only been two episodes, but it is hilarious
3: to check it out
0: again i suspect that that would be uh, i remember having uh, seen the previews it's a show
1: that because tiffany watches all those real housewives shows and Mm. all the
2: she's not taking notes during this no 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 okay good
1: and honey boo boo and all so she watches all that stuff we watch this together and we both sit there and laugh and enjoy a nice cuddle and some well, TV time together. Uh, thank you for that. Ba- that we nice can department. only like enjoy during American Idol or X Factor or Real Husbands of Hollywood.
0: I I I like that you uh, enjoy a nice cuddle. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, if you would like to uh, question, compliment, comment. Are we going to do a
1: commercial criticize? for that? Oh, event? we
0: should. Yes, I am sorry. Because uh, thanks to my misunderstanding Nate's text messages, I'm going to be attending. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> We would, uh, we would. promote as we promoted elusive comics and games. I'd like to. If you are in Southern California, this was in the L.A. Times this past Sunday. All over Facebook. All over Facebook. Earth Two, friend of the podcast, Cardi Angelo. Uh, Earth Two uh, in in Sherman Oaks and Doggone. I, I really need to memorize the address so I could give that fast, but I don't have it. Um, Look anyway, it up on the interwebs, uh, that would be February second. That is next Saturday. Are
3: two Earth 2s down there?
0: There are. There's one in Northridge as well. Okay. It used to be gold. It used to be the second Golden Apple store. Okay, and that's the one that's actually uh, I shouldn't say was co-owned privately. You know, the silent partner was Jeff Johns. Okay, and so, uh, but uh, I think maybe now Je- uh, Carr owns them both outright. I, I-, I don't quote me anybody. Uh, Car, correct me in about six months when you have time to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Um, Anyway, on February second, from twelve to three p.m. at the Sherman Oaks store for Earth Two, Invincible number one hundred will be having a signing party. uh, That will be uh, Robert Kirkman and Ryan Ryan Otley, Otley. Ryan Otley, the artists of Invincible, uh, will be signing issue one hundred. And this is, I guess, you know. Reasonably, as he's like running a TV show and a huge empire of zombies, uh, Robert Kirkman is making rarer and rarer public appearances. So to have him sit down for three hours at a at a store, uh, a great store, of and course, be his
1: normal jovial
0: self. Yes. Uh, so they're having a signing party for Invincible Number One Hundred at Earth Two, in Sherman Oaks, California. And on. you're going to take my copy of I'm going to take your copy Invincible of the Ultimate, Ultimate Collection. And apparently I have uh, a truckload of stuff. Perhaps a stack of stuff from... I'm like, why? Every time you see Robert Kirk, when you get like a thousand things signed... Well, I
1: can't go to Comic-Con this year because I'm getting married. (laughs) You think this moves me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to give you... I'm not going to give you a stack. I'm going to give you a couple of... I'm going to give you the Ryan Otley cover for Invincible 100 and probably the Chromium cover.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Reasonable. 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 All right, I'm So, I'll be reading. down there and I'll be covering that for Fanboy Planet, taking some photos and uh, uh, generally having a good time with uh, good friends and Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley. Maybe we'll be good friends at the end of it. Probably not. We I should probably no, you mention um, John's game. Um, oh we're going to be talking about uh, with you, with John Vosovic some,
3: sometime in the future.
0: Uh in the next couple of weeks we're going to be looking uh we're going to be looking forward to uh we're hoping to get Frank Bedor as a as a guest and John Vosovic who has created a game and going to do a Kickstarter for uh remind me of the of the name of the game. Vor? Uh mm-hmm. I let's let's not if we don't remember we will we'll set it up we'll set it up properly. Uh and and have him on and talk about uh, I honestly Man, anybody, anybody doing something creative and cool, and I've seen some of the plastic, uh, Get in touch. Has, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, some of the prototypes of what he of what he's. Oh no, his really looks awesome! I can't wait to see the and, game uh, You know, and so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, you know, full disclosure, uh, his dad was one of my mentor teachers. Many, many, many years ago, uh, when I was student teaching, and uh, and then I taught his older brother. So uh, it's kind of uh, you know kind of fortuitous. I'd like to again think, like, oh, you know, people got on to really cool lives, and and I want to see that support of this game. So. You have questions, compliments, commentary, criticism, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. You listen to us on iTunes, or you can subscribe. You can please, please give us a rating. Uh, Listen to us on the Stitcher app. You can find us on www.fanboyplanet.com, which maybe you did. Maybe all this is not news to you at all. But if you stop by the website, of course, kick a little over to to, uh, uh, PayPal, or pick up something that we've talked about on the podcast on Amazon, the little box to the right there, and... uh, Brian can't can't do it all for you. No. He can't do all the heavy lifting. Um, and so till next week, and hopefully we'll be again you know, we'll be gathering next week. Uh,
3: I am Derek McCaw.
1: I am Nate Costa and Go Niners.
3: And I'm Rick Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good.